And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. I don't know if you saw Doc Manson at Doc Manson, uh, but we got a couple of emails. Did we? DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. What what were those emails about? Well, one of them is from DC Matthews. That's weird. I feel like I've entered into a time paradox. And the subject line is, he's back. Uh Uh-oh. Firefly, Firefly, Funhouse, Funhouse. Dear sir or madam, will you watch my show? It has only been on for a week or so. It's hosted by a fellow with the name of Bray, and he has a place. He has his own Firefly Funhouse. Oh, God. Firefly Funhouse. You're obsessed. Bray was a dirty man, committed many sins, but he has changed. You can believe him. His brother would be so perfect on that show, but bye-bye, Bo. You can't be on that Firefly Funhouse. The Firefly Funhouse. I mean, nobody wants Bo, really. Firefly Funhouse. 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 I'm a little unsettled. (laughs) Ray has lots of friends who are visiting. There's a rabbit who seems to be rambling. Then there's Mercy Buzzard. He is really keen. You know what I mean? They hang around the Firefly Funhouse. The Firefly Funhouse. Lastly, there is Abby, and she is a witch. But watch out for her. She can be not nice. She tries to make Mr. Wyatt change his ways, but good, he'll stay uh. as long as he's in the Firefly Funhouse. The Firefly Funhouse. Uh. Firefly Funhouse. Okay. Can I can I just say I don't think we've heard Nerd DC in over two years. I believe that 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 uh, we didn't start the fire cover that he did burned us out on Nerd DC. Has it really been that long? I thought that was last year's WrestleMania. I believe that was 2017. Really. I, I, and I gotta say, I'm not sure that I missed it. That's a lie. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Oh. Oh. Anyways, welcome to uh, DDT Podcast. Thank you for joining us on this uh, beautiful early May. Summer's coming, Doc Manson. You, you've got to be gearing up to wrap it up, at least in terms of this semester. Final labs and final projects and last minute papers and things. That's got to be coming down your pike. Last day of class is tomorrow, then a week of finals. Oh, my goodness. Where does the time go? How many years has this been for you now there? Four? Five? Yeah, it'll be four later this year. Wow. Still enjoying it enough-ish, kind of? Oh, it's... um... It's everything that I'd hoped for, and so much more. I I can tell. Please, folks, if you can hear me, (laughs) patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling. We We just need one billionaire benefactor. That's it. That's really all we need. If you are that billionaire, we will take your money. How much money do you need? Would you need? Before you would be comfortable just being done. Do you like mean is, like it, like if 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 somebody gave you a million dollars right now and was like, now granted, you'd have to pay some amount of taxes on that because the limit's something like fourteen thousand a year, 
before you have to pay taxes. But if you came into money somehow and you were able to leave after you paid all your taxes and took care of all your business, you had a million dollars. Would you retire? Is that enough to retire on? I I don't know. I'd have to talk to someone who knows more about finances than me because I don't think a million dollars is enough to retire on. But at the same time, if I were able to take that million dollars today, wisely invest it and be able to continue to make money on that million dollars until I was of an appropriate age to retire. Like what I'm saying is, could I expand that million dollars into enough money to retire upon? Then maybe, but I'd have, like I said, I'd have to speak to some sort of financial analyst because, or I just, I'm not that guy. I don't, I don't understand money that well. $5 million. Uh, I think that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I try. I try one million's to... close. Like I said, one million, I think you could, you could grow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Five million. I, yeah. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it. Five I've, million. <laughs> I've, I've heard that if you, you know, if you live relatively, uh, you know, conservative lifestyle, if you have a million dollars in the bank, you can live just off of the interest that that million dollars gets. But I, I don't guess know. It, I guess like, it depends. A lot of banks don't give you that much interest just having it in the bank. But let me see here for a second. So one million dollars times the best interest I've seen is like point three percent. So that's like point zero zero three times a million. That's three thousand dollars that you would bring home. That can't be right. I mean, that's not for the whole year, right? But how how does that work? So if you have a 3% interest rate that's compounding every month, is that how that works? We are the last two. <laughs> yeah. At some point, were you going to mention the way my camera's been? <laughs> you can barely see me. This is like you when you slide in your seat. There we go. Well, so I think that, that, I think that is how that works. If I'm remembering back to grade school, so if once you multiply that by 12, that's $36,000. And of course, there's actually compounding interest there. So it'd be more than that. So I, I guess maybe that sounds if you were living, All right. you know, lend, I think that could work. LendEDU.com. How much interest would you earn on a million dollars? All right. So. All right. Where is it? This is this is riveting. Some people want to know. Actually, no. This is. I just want an answer. I want like a quick paragraph. I don't want to sign up for your thing. Ah, there we go. Maybe this one. Uh, to start with the theoretical answer, a one million dollar savings account paying five percent interest would earn fifty thousand a year. But I don't know how much interest. Five percent interest. But I don't know what. And again, you're not going to earn 5% with it sitting in a savings account. You might earn that. You might earn, you know, 2% if you put it into like a five-year CD. But like as of like a bank account, my bank account pays me literally 0.01%. But I've seen some credit unions that will give you 0.3%. That's the highest I've ever seen. I mean, it's yeah. not like it used to be back in the day when, you know, our parents were putting money in the bank and you could make seven or eight percent off of a savings account. It just doesn't like that anymore. Hmm. Yeah, I have the same bank account for the most part that I had in college. Like I have other ones, but I wish I was more financially literate because it would help Mrs. Matthews out. But <clears throat> that's never been my thing. Uh, but yes, Patreon.com. We had a conversation on Patreon just yesterday, uh, a podcast where we kind of just talked shop and talked about <clears throat> some things we wanted to do. And I spent a good portion of today, not meaning to spoil things, but I spent a good portion of today, Doc Manson, uh, thinking about all the possibilities of a um, You didn't box. happen I to did. just try to log into our... Oh, okay. Sorry. We're not should, being should, I go ahead, should I go ahead and, and verify that then? Yeah, because I was like, oh, I can't see any of the things. Oh, I'm not logged in. Sorry. Oh, the verification link has expired. <laughs> you might want to try again. I just oh. did it. Yeah, but I think I clicked the thing that said this wasn't me. So I think that could have. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to log back into page. Oh, there we go. Because uh, we have a fifth patron. Our patrons are uh, our patrons are growing. They're uh, Doc Manson. People people are really into what we're doing. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're offering the first time ever. Some well, I don't know if it's the first time ever, but we just released a State of the Union show last night, uh, in which we were talking about the future of the list. So those of you who listen to DDT Wrestling, if you enjoyed the list in the past, some change is afoot, and you can find out all about that change on our Patreon. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just looking I'm looking here, and there's a bunch of names. Again, I don't, oh, Brandon is former. I'm just looking to see, like, you know, who the patrons are. So there's Simon and Mitchell and Jeremy and Glenn and Brandon. <clears throat> But uh, but yeah, we're 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 thank you, all of you. By the way, yes, we thanked them yesterday. Not that we're thanking them again. Now I'm thanking them in front of everybody, all of our tens of listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, I get contacted. I this shows you how little I pay attention to Patreon. I'm like, oh look, they should give you their email address. Isn't that neat? Isn't that neat? So uh, DC. Yes, what's Doc. new? What's what's popping? What inspired? I mean, obviously, Firefly Funhouse inspired the yeah. return of New GC, but but um, what has awakened him from his two year long slumber? I always said that I would Nerd DC would be back when the muse struck. I never wanted to be writing songs just because I felt like I had to write songs. I wanted to write songs when they came to me. And of course, Firefly Funhouse is amazing. And all of a sudden, I was just, I'm going to say walking down the street, but that is incredibly unlikely. I was walking somewhere, and in my head, I just went, Firefly Funhouse, Funhouse, and went, oh no. Oh no. Because <laughs> that, that vo- the little nerd who's trapped in the little corner <laughs> of my brain was like, oh! <gasps> Excelsior! And we were <laughs> off to the races. I want to hear more about what Mrs. Matthews thought once you locked yourself into your back room and began singing. Um, I said it the other... She's always thought it funny. She, you know, she enjoys the creativity that comes <clears throat> out of this podcast. She, she knows that I always need some sort of outlet. She'll occasionally ask if I want to get back into theater or something like that. And I'm like, well, teaching is theater in a way. But since we have this show, there's a great creative outlet for conversation and improv and all of that. Um, So she didn't notice. She had headphones in. She was listening to a book on tape of some kind. She had no idea. I came out and said, oh, I recorded a new song. And she was like, really? I didn't hear you. And I was like, I did. Bluetooth headphones saving marriages since 2014. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sure she loves everything. She gives me a look. She's she she does the you know if you love it, I love it for you sort of thing. Okay, there's understanding there. There there was there was time where she walked by and was like, "Why do you sound like that when you're doing it?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm not actually gonna sing. I don't. But you should. I don't have that kind of voice. You're a better singer than (sighs) I am. I I don't know about that." I, I actually th- much yeah, deeper than yours. I I'm I'm practically tone deaf. I think you could do a, a bang up job. I really do. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if people have heard the DDT Awards holiday songs that you used to force us to sing. But oh, they were so good. Yeah. Um. Never again. I didn't say that. I did. Oh, okay. Well, then you did. Yeah, uh, not a lot has been has been going on, you know. It's we're wrapping up the school year, so things have been kind of stressful with that. And there's a lot happening at work, and I haven't watched wrestling. I don't even like. What? I'm, I'm excited for Money in the Bank, but I have no desire to watch the weekly stuff. I watched Firefly Funhouse on YouTube. I saw some of what Kevin Owens did on YouTube. I watched Alexa Bliss uh, deal with untied shoes on YouTube. 
And, uh, but yeah, you know, I'm excited for the pay-per-view and I'm going to eventually watch all of the weekly NXT and 205 Live and things that I've been trying to watch. But in terms of the main WWE product, I'm, I'm not... I'm not out of love with it, but I just don't feel the need to catch up. So that's once, fair. Once again, on paper, the Money in the Bank pay per view looks very good. Does it? I think so. Do you even know who's in the Money in the Bank matches? Not a clue. Would you like to know who's in the Money in the Bank matches? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Lay it on me. Uh, for the women, we have Natalia. Okay. Naomi. I see. Alexa Bliss. Okay. Bailey. Uh-huh. Mandy Rose. Okay. Ember Moon. I see. Carmella. Yep. And Dana Brooke. <clears throat> huh. No Charlotte, because she's wrestling Becky for one of the titles. Is this just SmackDown Women, or is that both shows? That's both shows. Natalia, Dana, Naomi, and Alexa are all on Raw. Yeah, with the shakeup having recently occurred, I'm actually rather unsure who belongs to which brand. So that's why I guess I had to clarify. But yeah, OK, I don't know. I, I kind of like that. It's actually there's there's enough people not in. Did you say Oscar was in that match or no? No, oh. more than likely she and Kyrie Zane will be wrestling the Iconics for the women's tag belts. OK, but yeah, I mean, to some degree, I sort of like that because now it's starting to feel like not that i'm saying i want someone like carmella to win again but it does start to feel like you could get somebody from the undercard as a potential winner here yeah i know bailey probably seems like the front runner but even then even still with how she's really been booked mm-hmm. on the main roster i consider her from the undercard at this point it's bailey and bliss right now would be the front runners but i'm looking at a girl like ember moon be like this is exactly what you need I mean, and frankly, I'd like to see what Dana Brooke gets up to in that match. She's the one I'm most excited about. There's a part of me that's like, okay, Dana Brooke is in this match as a giant middle finger to Sasha Banks. Like, probably, you know, and but again, I hope Dana Brooke does really well. I'm rooting for her. But I think this is the spot that we would now granted Ruby Riot's not in it either, which is a little weird. But this is the spot we'd probably be saving for Sasha, but for whatever reason, she seems to have taken her ball and going home, so we'll give it to Dana Brooke instead. Someone who seems to pay her dues and wait her turn. And She seems like she wants to prove what she can do. I just, I hope that Dana Brooke can do. You know what I mean? Like, I think she's a very athletic individual. I've always been very impressed by her uh, hands-free cartwheel that she does with her entrance. Mm-hmm. I, I Ultimately, I do feel like, you know, she was moved to the main roster before she spent enough time in the development system to really develop her skills. And I feel like she's been... I, I think that was a detriment to her from the beginning. Uh, so I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if she's improved any. I don't know if... Um, that's just not in the cards for her, but I'm I'm interested to see what she can do. And this is a stage. And that's the thing that bothers me the most about it, actually, because the last thing I heard about Dana Brooke was like, she was going to get that shot with Ronda Rousey. And I guess we should have all known how that was going to go. But like, that was a chance for her to like show us something and they let her show us nothing. So I'm actually sort of concerned that in a match like this, they might do the same. She's just there, but she'll get a Bailey to belly in the first two seconds of the match and be done and not factor in for the rest of it. You know what I mean? I thought, you know, she had a couple of moments in the battle Royal at WrestleMania that were good. So maybe that was an opportunity. That was a chance to open some eyes, which then leads to this opportunity um, but yeah, you know, I'm I feel ex- like there's a lot of Dana Brooke hate online oh, absolutely. and I don't think it, I don't think it's deserved. I honestly don't. I, I think she just hasn't been booked well. And yeah, like I said, I do think she was called up early. She's clearly not, you know, the most sound wrestler on the roster, but not as I've said this time and time again, not everyone is going to be no. the best wrestler on the roster. 
you can't be there literally can only be one so yeah. i i don't know I don't, I don't get that i just don't get it no she you know she did well with her part in the titus worldwide channeling her inner alexandria yeah i liked that actually i thought so, that was good well and that's it sometimes you need someone who is a, a capable hand kind of your tim horner since we've been talking about the list but yeah. if they've got a little personality and can do some things that you know in the terms of whether it's a promo or acting that are good, there's a spot for her. You know what I mean? Maybe she doesn't cash in the briefcase or like successfully, but she could certainly hold it for a while. As for the men, Braun Strowman. One second. Is this again a combined match? Yeah, they both are. Okay. Okay. It's four from each show. Okay. Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Those are your Raw representatives. Your SmackDown representatives are Mustafa Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Randall Orton. That should be a pretty good high-flying match. Yeah. I think Rey Mysterio was going to be in it, but he is injured, so I think Ali got his spot. Well, that's great. Um, That's another guy. Ali is very talented. Oh, Uh, yeah. I think he connects actually with audiences very well. I think he's very over uh, online on Twitter. I, mm-hmm. And, you know, again, great stage for him to really show what he can do. Yeah. Again, and uh, Mac- McIntyre to me would again seem to be the front runner, but there's a lot of options here. I just want Ricochet to do a 650 splash off of Braun Strowman's shoulders. I tweeted that very thing because they were in a tag team match against McIntyre and Corbin on Raw. And I I was like, I'll watch if he did that. And of course he didn't, but that's okay. Uh, But I was like, yes, I need him to be standing on Braun. And when when is the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, the event? Sunday, May 19th in Hartford. So it's a ways away time-wise and not a ways away distance-wise it's yeah <laughs> it's another two-ish weeks away um, okay well you want to go to uh, hartford then i was looking at tickets not that i particularly want to go i just noticed that it was in the area you come um, to manson manor i'll drive but um also on the card rollins versus styles kofi versus kevin owens Roman Reigns versus Elias. Well, I mean, all those sounded good until the last one. The Miz versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage. Really? Yeah. How are they going to jump off of things in a side of a steel cage? They jump off the steel cage. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I was thinking a hell of a cell. cell, Just a cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no roof here. Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. Okay. Becky's wrestling twice. Charlotte, one match. Lacey Evans, the second match. I had heard that, and I think that's fine. If you're going to be two-belt Becky, you better uh, you know, be prepared to defend. Yeah. Have you seen the John Moxley promo that he cut? No, I, I did see that one was released, and I, I read a little bit of hubbub about it, but I, uh, I did not have the opportunity to watch it. I, I meant I, to. I saw bits and pieces of it. It's not bad. You know, it reminds me very much of a WWE 2K game trailer. Remember when Goldberg came out of the bunker and there were like cop cars? Yeah. It's it's that almost that exact same thing. Like he, he gets out of jail and there's all of it. Like he climbs the barbed wire and he's got barbed wire wrapped around his hand at one point And he like, you know, is in his uh, white tank top and he finds a sweatshirt and pulls up the hood and disappears into the crowd. Uh, you know, again, people are like, oh, I don't know where he's going to go. Is he going to go to AEW? Is he going to just do the indies? Is this is this all a big ploy by WWE to change his name to John Moxley and let him wrestle back in? So, but people are excited about it. People are positive about it. The vignette was very good. Cool. I look forward to uh, seeing where he ends up. And the thing about Dean Ambrose is... I've, I've, I like Dean Ambrose. I do. There's something about him that I've always liked, but I liked him best back in the early days of the shield where he was more 
of this pit bull attack type character. Is that when and he had the US s- title for like a year? Yes. Yes, very much so. And then after that, after you know they broke up, he had his little stint as the WWE champion that was played very much for comedy. And, and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the comedy, and I think Dean enjoyed it at first as well. But I don't think he ever broke out of that, and I think he began to feel like that was... I don't know. It was repetitive. It was unfulfilling. At least that was... Mm-hmm. It, it seemed like he was less invested in what he was doing than during his early days of his career. I feel like his heel turn, there was a moment where he was excited and then he was just wearing a leather jacket and essentially Bane and like you could could watch him. It was very much like Randy Orton. You watched him give up and he was just like, all right, I was excited about this for a hot minute. And now I know it's going nowhere, so I'm not going to bother putting any real serious effort into this. I'll just go through the motions and wait for this to be over. Yeah. So that said, whether or not this is a rebirth in the WWE, which I highly doubt, or if he's ending up in another promotion, that's great. I think there's talent there, and I want to see it unleashed. Yeah, I don't know if this is, you know, I, I was thinking about it, like, where could he go? Um, you know, again, nine ninety nine makes it very difficult for me to follow anybody anywhere. The rumor is, I don't know if it's true or not, that if you want to watch the press conference for Double or Nothing, that includes a weigh-in, it's $40 just to watch that, and then $60 to watch the pay-per-view. I can't imagine that's true. That seems like such a... Wait. $40 for a weigh-in? $40 for a weigh-in and press conference. That's not true. I'm guessing it's $60 for the pay-per-view, and then you also get to watch the press conference in a way. I think that's more likely, Maybe yes. it's $40 if you just want the pay-per-view. That would actually make more sense to me. Yeah, there's, there, there's no way that it's $40 just for a press conference and a weigh-in. That's what not I'm even saying. the UFC charges for that stuff. So I don't know what is, you know, I'm excited that Dustin Rhodes is going to wrestle his brother. Maybe I'm excited that the guy formerly known as Neville is getting a chance to shine. You know, maybe John Moxley showing up would bring more people there, but I would more be excited if he went to Japan. But that's just me. Fair and, enough. And plus, I can watch Japan for nine ninety nine yen and watch anything I want. So, all right. Um, I saw Avengers. We won't talk spoilers or anything, but let me let me get let me guess let me guess. Uh, the good guys mostly win. You said that last week. Yeah, I did, and it's not wrong, is it? Um. Y- yes, but not as much as you would think. I don't know about that. Um, I hmm. well, I have my own expectations for that movie, having heard nothing about it. I just don't think I'm going to be that surprised. I don't want to say anything because I'm sure there are people yeah. out there. There are parts of it waiting that, to see it. There are parts of it that I was definitely surprised by, pleasantly so. Um, and then there are parts that were expected, but I don't have a problem with that expectation. Like that was, that was the expectation I went in. That was the one spoiler I got. Some, I got nothing so far. Somebody, so. somebody sent me a tweet because I had said I made it till Sunday without, and somebody sent me just three words, and I blocked him. But again, I was like, that's the one thing that I probably was it Seahawk. It wasn't Seahawk. Um. That was the one thing that I probably didn't need. I could have spoiled because it was so obvious that I was just like, well, yeah, okay, that's fine. But it was good. Not, you know, people are like, it was the greatest movie I've ever seen. Let's not go that far. It was very good. If you watched all of the other Marvel movies, you're going to love it even more. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the greatest thing since sliced bread. It was no, the people under the stairs. That movie 
is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Let's talk about that because all of a sudden I look on my computer and I see I've been mentioned in a tweet by somebody called Horrid Podcast. And I'm like, Horrid Podcast? What in the world is this? Do you know anything about the Horrid Podcast, Doc Manson? Never heard of it. I apologize if I'm spoiling your piece of positivity. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, I just I, I wanted to get the web presence of Horrid Podcast sort of building up. I'm not ready to release anything just yet. Um, still working on the script for the second episode. But, you know, I wanted to uh, start getting the name out there, get some social media accounts going. I've been watching a lot of movies, um, so I'm going to start tweeting and sending pictures on Instagram, um, both on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find me. You can find the show at Horrid Podcast. Um, so I'm going to put most of my horror horror postings there from now on. And uh, just wanted, like I said, just wanted to get that out there, get that into the neighborhood now, if you go to horridpodcast.com there's a mailing list you can sign up you can just put your email in and you'll get an email from me basically when the show is ready to launch so you'll be sure to not miss it now i am sure there will be a a, a pre-show show that kind of explains what it is or maybe not but this is you right this is not a group project you're not joining up with anyone for this specific project this is just, this is your baby right at the moment, yeah. I mean, who knows what it'll become someday. But yeah, Horrid is aiming to be a history of horror in film. And my goal here is to be, as this is, this, we've said this a few times in the last couple of days, to be both entertaining and educational. And one of the things that I noted um, working on another horror-related project is... And this is actually very, this becomes, <laughs> it's actually a sort of a central theme to the first episode anyways, probably also the second episode. There's a lot of misinformation online. There's a lot of stuff that gets talked about in regards to movies, trivia, little factoids, you know, these little stories, and it's not all true. And some of it's very clearly not true, but it gets repeated ad nauseum everywhere you go you would think you go to the internet movie database and you go onto the site and you click through and you look at what's there and you would think that that information has all been vetted or checked or whatever no it's crowdsourced and it's so anyways with horrid i'm trying to you know have an accurate and to some extent well-sourced account of the history of horror in film um, again, I, I hope, certainly hope it's going to be more entertaining than I've just made it sound. Um, but certainly I, I think there's, it's, it's a, it's a project to, 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 to endeavor to, I suppose. Is there going to be an episode about Max Shrek? Who? The guy who played, Did I not Nos hear you. The guy who played Nosferatu, whose name I believe is oh. Max Shrek. That is correct. And um, there won't be an episode about him, but there definitely will be mention of Nosferatu on an episode of Horrid, yes. Well, you, so you, I, of course, was listening to every word you said, but I went off on a little mental tangent because I am no horror buff at all. I think that's plain to see. And so the first horror movie that I can think of in terms of early horror is Nosferatu. And so I just – I was like, what's that guy's name? Because I used to know that guy's name, and now I'm going to have nightmares because the picture is so scary. But um, – It'll count Orlock, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is one of the earliest long-form horror movies, um, part of the German expressionist era of film. Uh, preceded the only, the only real full-length film that I think precedes it that is of note – is is the cabinet of dr caligari um before that we're talking about much shorter form films and you better believe that was about as far back as i knew off the top of my head that dates back to about 1920 before 1920 i didn't really know anything about horror I really didn't know much about film before 1920, never mind horror. And uh, that's where horror begins, the very dawn of horror. 
Um, I'm very excited to listen to this show because I am a history nerd. I have no yeah. interest in horror movies, but just because it's the history of a genre, I will be listening. And because I love you dearly and I want to support what you do. Just well, like, thank you. Just like I know you've listened to every Pontificast or by the book or whatever. Everyone. I know. I know. Because I love you. I know. I, I know. We love our besties, and uh, they've been sending us emails, unless there's something else you'd like to get to before we get to the email, the email, what, what, the email. Podcast. Uh, thank you. At DDTWrestling.com. The first one is from, I, I believe we can officially call him the bestest of the besties. Um, and that would be our good buddy, Glenn. And the subject line is the list. Someone listened to our Patreon show. Hi, guys. Listen to the state of the podcast address for the Patreons and definitely like the idea of a more structured reboot. We're giving it all the way here. Oh, man. I'm sure all the besties will help the best they can. And as for the main podcast, just keep it exactly as it is. I am sure I speak for most of the besties when I say we all love the diversity of DDT pod. I don't mind this being read out on there. Thank God. <laughs> I read you it should've. first. I made sure. No, I read you it should've. first. I'm just going to give a little piece of advice. So not just to Glenn, but to everybody. If you don't want something read on the air, lead with that. Put that in the, the first Subject sentence. Subject line. Yes. Don't read this. Your bestest of besties, Glenn. Um, yeah, we won't. If you really want to know the full dirt, join Patreon. It's only a couple of shekels a month. <clears throat> Check out the check out the audio, but yes, it, we're talking more of a reboot, um, and you know we wanted feedback. That's, that's all we needed to say. And Glenn, we are grateful as always for your feedback. <clears throat> Mitchell sends in Canadian photography. I don't have time to actually talk about anything or provide context, Ooh. but I promised you pictures. Discuss as you please and enjoy. Maybe I will. Uh, I'll post some of these. So Mitchell took a trip to Niagara Falls with uh, his lovely wife, and uh, he said he did promise us pictures. So there's two pictures of the beautiful falls themselves. I've never been. I need to go. They're uh, beautiful. I recommend it. This is uh, this should be on our travel list. And then there's two pictures of food, which for the purposes of this show is much more exciting. The first one looks like a pizza, but the crust is interesting. At first, it, it looks, looks like, like it's French a deep dish pizza. pizza. It does. And it's cut in wedges, which I am partial to cheese wedges that I get up in Maine. So this makes me think of that. But it's cut in little rectangular wedges as opposed to the triangular uh, pieces that we are used to. I, I need it. I'm Have you never big... had rectangular shaped pizza? I have. There's there's a place, a very famous place near where we went to college that serves rectangular shaped pizza if you get it of a certain size. It's just this is a this is cut in narrow. They're almost pizza strips. Okay. Yeah. So they're called I cheese mean, wedges, and it doesn't occur to me until right now that that is a misnomer because a wedge. Yeah. Is a wedge pointed just by definition? I would say it is, but I don't know if that's true. You're but I think Mitchell, when he writes in again, needs to give us a little more detail on this deep dish dish because I'm not 100% sure what it is. It, yeah, because it looks, I mean, it looks like again, a it lo cheesy breadstick sort of thing. Yeah, because the sauce is actually on top of the cheese oh, here. It is. I didn't even make that connection, but you're right. Yeah, so. Do you remember Cheesy Bread? Do you remember when we would just order a ridiculous amount of Domino's? Yeah, I miss those days. I know. Uh, the second, again, beautiful pictures of the falls. Uh, maybe Mitchell should post these rather than me posting his intellectual content. Um, is poutine <laughs> and a Diet Coke outside a rainy, there's a taxi outside. So poutine, for those that aren't familiar, is a Canadian dish. It's French fries. So... Mm. Fried potato sticks um, covered with gravy. Well, you know that some people may not have heard of French I fries. I understand that. I do understand. Actually, that. I'm curious. What do they call French fries Chips. in the UK? Chips. Chips. Okay, so it's, since we have a lot of UK listeners, 
They're chips covered in gravy and cheese curd. That's the thing you don't want to define? What's a cheese curd? It's a curd of cheese. What's a curd? A nugget. Okay. So it's... Have you ever eaten poutine? No. I think when you I, would like it. When I went to Canada, they were dipping French fries in mayonnaise, which to me was a bridge too far. And from that moment on, I was kind of like, you know what? I'll eat your croque monsieurs, Canada. But uh, dipping French fries in mayonnaise is... There's just, no mayonnaise in poutine, I'm not though. saying that. I am but saying... But what I'm saying is, though, I think you would like poutine... But in the UK, I, as I understand it, they replace the cheese curd with mayonnaise. So that you're not going to want. No. This, however, I would eat. This looks like good fair food. This is the kind yeah. of fair food that you and I order. And when we come back to our wives, my wife gives me that look like, for the love of God. <laughs> Remember that time I ate like a giant eclair? Yeah. We went to the fair and I ate like a giant eclair and like it was like drippy. And I know there's a picture of me eating it because I'm wearing an A&W root beer shirt. Oh, so good. Yeah. Thank you, Mitchell, for the pictures. Uh, Kev Johnson, tweet question. Why are you recording early? Oh, wait. It's Thursday, not Tuesday. So it's your normal recording day. My bad. As you were. Welcome back to the chat, DC. Get Outlook for iOS. Message clipped. View entire message. I like that uh, Gmail now has, like, we could write back, haha, thanks, LOL, no worries. No worries! Um, yeah, we only had one email. Glenn was the one who emailed regularly. I like that Danielle, in the Find Your Happy chat, um, wrote a reminder, be sure to email everyone. And then didn't. Well, at least she let everybody know that they should. Yes. Uh, but yes, I am back in the Find Your Happy chat. Pav and I uh, have mended some fences. I'm watching him talk about... Uh, I don't know what's going on. I'm so confused by the Find Your Happy chat. He's inviting <laughs> people. I don't know who they are. I don't know that he knows who they are. I think he's just inviting them based on names. Um, he's talking about office politics, and after like the fifth or sixth tweet, I went, wait a second, he's making up this office. I don't think this is a real office. I don't think this person from accounting broke up with this person from marketing. I was really invested in that. I'm so confused, Doc. Help me. What, what am I missing? You're not missing anything. All right. You just need to let the find your happy chat wash over you. Okay. I just need to soak it in. Bask. Yeah, bathe in it. Bask in the glory. Mm. Uh, the final email comes from our good buddy, Jeremy. Questions for Doc. This past weekend, I fired up my Netflix gimmick and watched Creep. I was impressed with it and found myself drawn into the antagonist's bizarre world. For me, I'd recommend it to anyone interested in the found footage genre of horror movies. I noticed there was a Creep 2. Question 1. Have you seen either Creep or Creep 2? Should I stop or suggest subject myself to Creep 2? Doc? Uh, I have not seen Creep or Creep 2. I would have assumed you had seen every horror movie that Netflix had to offer. Um, I haven't, and uh, I haven't I think the first creep came out like in 2014. So wow. I wasn't watching a ton of movies around that time in my life. Uh, I do plan to get to it because actually creep and creep Two I've heard of, and I've heard that uh, I've heard creep is very good. And I think I heard positive things about creep Two as well. So I can't personally recommend it, but I think Creep 2 was relatively well-received, so you may consider watching that as well. According to Wikipedia, Creep has a 96% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, um, which is good. And there is a Creep 2, but I don't see... I have to find that particular mm. Wikipedia page. But, um, yeah. It's I, one of those ones that's been on my list to watch. So, uh, how big yeah. Is, how big is your list? To watch? Yeah. 
it, well, I mean, it's basically the size of infinity because there are so many horror movies released every single day. Like since the advent of digital like movie makings, it, like since the 90s, like it takes nothing to make a movie, nothing to make a horror movie. Everybody wants to make a horror movie. Um, and yeah, if you're willing to watch grade Z budget films, there is an infinite amount of content out there. And I love it all. I was going to say, I know we've talked about this, but I really do want to hear your horror movie pitch one time. <laughs> should be a, it's probably should, not that creative. That should be a Patreon show. Um, number two, assuming you've seen it, when was the last time you took a tubby? So you haven't seen it. I'm assuming a tubby is a bathtub. So we'll have to save that for when you actually do see the movie. Uh, creepily yours, Jeremy, sent from my iPhone. Yes and yes. Thanks. I'll check them out. No and no. Now I'm just reading all of the auto options. Um, that's it for the emails. Thank that's you. it. Thank you to Glenn and Mitchell and Kev and Jeremy and DC Matthews for sending in that excellent uh, nerd DC. I, I don't know how we would do it. I put it in the email because in case you want a better audio quality. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I already downloaded it. Okay, good. All right. Just wanted to make sure that we were set there. So yep. – uh, so yeah, I guess I guess it's time for your piece of positivity, Doc Manson. What is something good that's getting you through your week? At the moment, I'm I'm really enjoying working on the Horrid Podcast. Um, and you know the, the thing is, like, I already see bad habits forming on my behalf. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't finished writing the second episode, but that's part of what I've been enjoying about working on Horrid is. There's a lot of things to do at this stage of the project, you know, so like I might spend a little bit of time writing like maybe a day, uh, an evening, you know, but then like the next day I might say, well, I don't really feel like working on that right now. I'm going to spend time designing the website. I'm going to spend time uh, doing a little bit of research on other films that I might want to watch. Uh, I might sit down and for an evening and watch a horror movie that I've never seen before, um, you know, or even just something simple like I started an Instagram account and getting that set up and ready to you know what I mean? Like, it's just there's lots of little varied things to do, and it's not it's never the same. I'm not just stuck writing. Mm -hmm. um, and I enjoy that part of the process, having an eclectic variety of things that need to be accomplished and being able to split my attention uh on various tasks so you never get you know uh bored i guess it's always something new i like that i am delighted you like that i am saddened to report i don't know if you've seen this uh peter mayhew the actor who played chewbacca has passed away just popped mm. up on passed up popped up on my thing i don't know I don't imagine you are a huge Star Wars fan, though I am sure you are conversant in the I like Star Wars. The genre. So Yeah, I like Star Wars. So Like I said, Luke Skywalker's a cop. He oh, he is. He is, he is. That's a uh, inside joke for the Patriots. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> uh, so condolences to the family and fans of Peter Mayhew. Uh nineteen forty four to two thousand nineteen. My piece of positivity, if I can pivot just crazily like that. Let me see. What is going on that the light is at the end of the tunnel? Six weeks from today is my last day of school. We didn't have a lot of snow days. I don't have a lot of uh, training after school. I got like 10 weeks off. And mm. there are things I want to do with that, like, you know, question marks since I've done two. And that's it. So I'd like to get some of those done. I would like to podcast with you a whole lot if we can figure out how to make that work. Um, I have a lot of things I'd like to do with that time. And I am just enjoying the fact that I feel like the marathon is nearing the end. I can see where the finish line should be. And I'm just trying to keep trucking along in that direction. So that would be my piece of positivity. And of course... Zowie wowie or yowie wowie, whatever you said it was. Yowie wowie! Beret Wyatt. That was so clever of you. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. When that's the only wrestling I'm watching, it's like, I'll just watch that. Can you do that for 
like seven to eight minutes a week, and that's I'll, I'm good. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Uh, and we are happy with you for joining us on yet another episode, episode 173 of DBT wow. Wrestling. We don't need to start thinking totally about it, but before 2019 is over, we will hit episode 200. That's... So, we will have to... I'm sure uh, it's going to be a major milestone and it won't pass by without some sort of recognition. Hopefully by then we'll have uh, an, an ability for people to send us things. And they'll be That'd able be to fun. send us presents for our 200 yeah. episodes. That is, for those of you interested, the next goal in our Patreon campaign, recently revised. Um, I did a little bit of math. And the next goal is what I think we would need to sustainably rent a P.O. box. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, throwing that one out there. But that Check works, it out. Because then we can, like, we're not just getting mail. Like, I will send stuff. Oh, I've yeah. Got so much stuff. Like, I have these wrestling books that I'm like, I don't know that I'll ever read. I will sign one of these books. Do you want the Edge biography? I will sign it and say, I have never read this book. Sign it and send it to you. <laughs> that is awesome. Somebody's got to want that. Yeah, I've got the Daniel Bi- Bryan biography. Never read a page. <laughs> I will mail that yeah, to you. Yeah, what kind of junk can I send to That's people? what I'm saying. Think of, think of the joy. Think of the yeah. happy that will come with like, you know. I have those old. I have that that set of those old like WCW cards, like trading yeah. cards, and I think I've got a lot of duplicates in there. I'll go through. I'll I'll pick out the duplicates. I will send you one of my old copies of Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine, and I will put sticky notes in with my own comments. It'll be like pop up <laughs> video. I like it. All right, analog I, style. Yeah, I have this spinner belt that's on the floor that I you know. You can be the champion of my heart, and I will send you that bill. <laughs> Doc Manson. Uh, so good. Uh, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? If you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can send a message to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you liked this episode, you can listen to all of our back catalog by going to ddtpod.com or your podcast repository of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling to send just a little bit of financial support towards DC and Doc. It keeps the lights on and the podcast train a-chugging. And it could potentially get you some junk that we don't want anymore. <laughs> he is Come Doc on. Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I don't even know my Twitter. I was looking and I was like, oh, my, I have like 500 index cards. I'll just I'll do some fantasy booking. I'll put them on some index cards. I'll mail them your way. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. At Doc Manson at the DC Matthews. Until we meet again, my friends. Won't you be? Our bestie.